Here's a question which I'm sure Christians have asked at one time or another. It's been asked by Reginald from Nigeria, who says, uh, One who sins against the Holy Spirit, even if he or she is born again, will they go to heaven or hell? <laughs> yes, this, this has been a question that's been um, quite a hot potato over the years. Um, what is the unpardonable sin? What is the sin that cannot be forgiven? Um, one definition of it is it's setting one's mind against the Holy Spirit and crediting Satan with what's obviously God's work. Uh, what we probably need to do is look at the, the definition, or where it's referred to at least in the Bible, and that's Matthew chapter 12, verses 31 and 32, and it says there, And so I can tell you that people can be forgiven any sin and any evil thing they say, but whoever says evil things against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. Don't you think that's a bit harsh, Ray? Well, um, it does sound harsh, but are there any other, perhaps, uh, angles of this that would put it in a more balanced light? Because surely God isn't like that, is he? He's not as harsh as that. No, and, and, and the God that we've come to understand is a God who loves, a God who forgives, a God who wants to have us in his kingdom and in his family. And therefore, just to say arbitrarily, if you sin against the Holy Spirit, you've had it. That uh, doesn't sound too positive. I, I think what we've got to understand is what that sin is. Or, uh, and maybe to do that, to understand what it's not. Um, it's not, as we read in the Ten Commandments, murder, lying, stealing, suicide, adultery, taking the Lord's name in vain, a sin committed in ignorance, uh, a sin that a Christian can commit, or, or a sin that a person may feel that he or she has committed. It, it's none of those things. Um, what it is, and what it's saying here in this verse is, it's to blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. So it's uh, clearly defined here as to what it is. But what is the word blaspheme? What does that mean anyway? Well, it means to, to speak an insult against someone so as to defame that person's reputation and character. And the unpardonable sin is a persistent and deliberate sin against what the Bible teaches, against what Christians might call the light, directly against the, the positive influence that the Holy Spirit is, is having in someone's life. Uh, for instance, Ray, the, the Holy Spirit may be saying to you, Ray, you know, um, that lifestyle you're leading at the moment, it's, there, there's some issues there. You're reading in your Bible and it's saying, well, Ray, there's some things that need changing here. And very consciously you're saying, no, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that. Uh, and you continue saying that, and the Holy Spirit in the end will say, well, Ray, if that's the way you want to go, I'll be gracious enough to let you go there. Uh, and because you don't want to change, because you don't want to move forward in your life, then um, the Holy Spirit lets you go that way, and that is the unpardonable sin. But someone may ask, well, how do you know that the Holy Spirit is actually speaking to you? In what ways does he speak to you? Is it through your conscience or maybe something else? Holy Spirit speaks in, in many ways, and uh, one of the main ways is is through reading the bible and and the bible touching your life and as you read it the holy spirit will will point out certain things to you and that can be through your conscience it can be through a feeling as as you read the bible you say yes i i, I can see this i need to do something about it um, and equally then the negative of it that uh, reginald's pointing out here is is when you get that feeling and you say no i'm not going to do that um that's where the holy spirit gets into trouble and, and, and can't help you. 
It seems as if the work of the Holy Spirit is quite important and significant here as we look at it in the context of the unpardonable sin. So what is the work of the Holy Spirit? Um, the Holy Spirit's most important work is, is to point people to Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. And, um, you know, just to share being part of, of God's family uh, and how important that is. When you read through the Gospel of John in particular, perhaps, where there's several chapters there in the middle of the Gospel, chapters 14 to 17 through there, where it describes the different functions that the Holy Spirit has as, as a comforter, as a friend, as a counsellor, as a guide, you find that his role is really very much the same kind of role that Jesus had physically here on earth. But of course, Jesus can't be everywhere at one time physically, and the Holy Spirit is, is there as a overriding constant presence that can help us and guide us as long as we let him would you say then victor is the holy spirit that actually says look i want nothing to do with you or a case where perhaps we uh cut ourselves off from this very important source of, of life and salvation the, the holy spirit is never going to say i want nothing to do with you any more than god says i want nothing to do with you all three parts of the godhead want us to be to be saved to be part of of god's family it's us rejecting that call that causes this unpardonable sin and i'm sure when the holy spirit walks away and leaves us to whatever end we're going to end up in there's a tear in the eye there's a sadness